Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One that I had, though, a few weeks back in week four hasn't necessarily worked out so well. Now, it's not completely done, okay. but we thought this would be a good week to dust it off considering what they did on Sunday. So I bring you all the way back to October 3rd after week four. It's a Monday, Mm -hmm. of course, and we are surveying the league. That was a Tuesday because it was after a Monday night game. So Tuesday morning after a Monday night game, surveying the league, and here I went. I'm doing it. I'm putting the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Oh, he just gave him the kiss of death. (laughs) Can't you just see it? I don't know. I just I'm feeling Andy Reid in Super Bowl week. I'm just I'm just picturing him and that being the story and Alex Smith. I just. It's just shaping up, man. The conditions are just so ripe. Are they ripe? The conditions ripe. are ripe for Uh-oh. the Chiefs. Let's see they got the a Chiefs great home next. field advantage. Oh, yeah. They've got a team that's been together for a while. They've got a head coach who's not known for you know big collapses, at least in the regular season. So you know they're going to be there in the postseason. Mm. Wow. It sounds really you good spoke, still. Yeah, it does. You, I mean, you were confident. Those were good reasons that at the time. That was a full-throated endorsement for the Chiefs. Was I you, wrong about any of and that? And you spoke their their uh, collapse into existence. Yeah. I wasn't wrong about any of those It was just way points. too early, though. Yeah, I know. But it's I felt it, man. man. I, I understand you felt it, but you should have you should have uh, denied the urge. And I'm shocked. I, I really am surprised yeah. that it is falling apart like yeah. this. Be mainly because of the fact that Andy Reid in the regular season. And by the way, Andy Reid off a of bye is almost an automatic win. Right? Was it sixteen and two off a of bye, yes. and yes. then now sixteen and three? I think. Um, as they lose to the Giants yesterday, I don't even. I I don't know. Even with an inspired Giants team, I don't know how they ended up losing that game. <laughs> now on defense, those guys showed up. So yes, all they those did. guys, that, all those guys that were talking about not quitting and giving their full effort, actually made themselves look worse because now we know for a fact that they weren't giving their right. full effort, especially Janoris Jenkins, who was flying around all over the place. <laughs> you won't catch yeah. me quitting anymore. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he he more than made up for that. And we were wondering, how do you cover all these weapons? You weren't able to cover the one or two they had out in San Francisco. At least you didn't want to. You haven't covered anyone all season long, pretty much. Eli Apple struggled. Janoris Jenkins, he's faking like he's giving an effort. And so how do you slow down uh, Kansas City Chiefs with everyone that they can employ? Uh, there's no way you can. And, and and for the Giants to jump up and look like a team that wanted to play, look like a team that we thought we would see throughout this football season, an, am- an amazing win for them and a demoralizing loss for the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and one that really makes them look like they're in a free fall. Now, lucky for them, they're in a conference where you're never out of it, even if you're the worst team in the league, yeah. because you can even look at the Miami Dolphins. You'd say that they still have a shot because they they still did <laughs> remarkably enough. So 
And you have the Elroys, uh, you know, they're in, in Denver, and, and and they are in a bad place right now. Yeah, no, they well, they're they're pathetic. But just for the Chiefs for a second, I mean, they're still going to end up winning that division, mm-hmm. right? So maybe this isn't. Maybe this was premature uh, to call this thing. Call at, my dream. Look day. out! Look out for the Chargers. They may make a run. I mean, they lost to the Chiefs. What was about a field goal? Uh, Still two I, games I, back, though, man. Yeah, I two know. Two full games uh, back. I, I don't know if I would have as much confidence in the Chiefs now. And the Raiders, I know they're reeling. Uh, they haven't done anything. That's another team that we thought had into the season would have a good chance to get to the playoffs and, and, and possibly a Super Bowl. They look nothing like they did a season ago uh, and, and are playing just bad. And I, So the Chargers could maybe jump up and bite Kansas City. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. But maybe. The, their losses have all been... In close games, you know what? This still could happen. I don't know if we should have played to the this. Super Bowl. I don't know if we should have played that today. It could still, <laughs> it could still happen. He's holding out hope. I know they've lost. Okay, four if they go to the Super Bowl, we'll we'll play it again. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> because we won't be doing the show together. Oh at that no, point. we won't. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. But never mind. We can think it. Yes, we can, you can think, think it. it. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So. I mean, think about it. They're definitely going to the playoffs. The AFC is a disgusting mess. It really is. All right, let's talk about these other teams in the division. You mentioned the Broncos. Yep. So the Broncos play the Bengals. That was the only NFL pick I got right yesterday, actually, was the, the Bengals plus two and a half. You were three and old in college, right? No, two and one because oh, Nebraska one. came back with a backdoor cover. Oh, Penn State. oh wow. Yeah. So Dang. I know. I know. Huh. I was, I was, I thought I was going to be three and out. Didn't work out. I was zero and three in college and two and one pro. I believe. No, you were, you were uh, two zero oh, and one. Yeah, Lions t- with the oh, Lions, right? You almost would have. Yeah, you were Dang. half a point away from ah. a, a three two and zero oh. and one and zero oh and three. Ugh, yeah, so sucks. I gained one game on you because I went three and three. You stink. <laughs> I'm going to win this year's picks. The rubber match, <laughs> yep. taking it home. Um. So, uh, anyway, so the the Broncos. And, and I, I am so happy that Brock Osweiler isn't playing well because if he would have been playing well for the Broncos, that would have annoyed me. And he's just – they're impossible to watch. Now, John Elway, on a, at a Friday night event for the team, was giving some sort of interview, and uh, this is what he ended up saying about his team. Yeah, I think we got a little bit soft. You know, to be dead honest with you, we got a little bit soft. We went, we went 4-0 in preseason. Yeah. We started out 3-1. and we get a bye week, and you know, and if you exhale in this league, you're in trouble. Does he sound a little drunk to you? Yeah, I, I was. I was like, that doesn't sound like. Elway's I'm not normal saying. Voice. I'm not saying that he was. I can't right. say that. That doesn't sound like his normal voice. All right, but hypothetically speaking, it's a lot easier to say something like that about your team when you've had a couple in you, right? Hmm. Well, maybe I'm just a- speaking from my own personal experience. It's a lot easier to. To let some of that stuff go with a microphone in front of you. Yeah. When you've had... When you're a little sauce. Right. Right. So I don't know if he was or not. I can't... Yeah, I think we got a little bit soft. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to say that he was or wasn't Wasn't slurring drinking. or anything. I think he, he it was uh, probably been on his mind. He's might maybe have made those comments to others, just not in a, in a, in a at an event like that or, or, or publicly, but I'm sure it's crossed his mind uh, that this is a soft football team. Now, Vance Joseph said he, he, he saw those quotes and... And he says, here's a guy, John Elway, that watches practice, and, and he's at every game, of course. And uh, when he first heard it, uh, he was felt like it was an insult. But then he said there's some aspects of what John Elway 
conveyed that are true. Well, yeah. that's one of the worst things you can say. We just talked oh, about the yeah. Giants and quitting. Oh. The two words are quit and soft. soft. Yes. Those are the two ones, and you played, if anybody said that about <laughs> either one of those things to you. Don't want to be labeled soft. Right. So uh, Brandon Marshall of the Broncos said, I understand this is his team. He put it together, so his name is on it. But we got skin in the game. Nobody is soft on this team. We work our asses off. We go out there and give 100 every game, every practice. Mm-hmm. And Chris Harris on Elway's comments, ain't nothing soft in my bones. Mm. Ain't nothing soft in my bones. Right. Ooh, even the marrow, it ain't soft. <laughs> ain't nothing soft in my bones. I got the hardest marrow <laughs> yeah. in the country. Um, <laughs> ain't nothing soft in my bones. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're just, uh, the, the defense isn't the same. The offense is pathetic. And really, and this is something that John Elway has to look at himself is, that, I mean, their quarterback play is disgusting. And he did not handle it properly post Peyton Manning. Right. I mean, and he actually caught a break. When Brock Osweiler left, and then he brought him back to end up lose more games for mm-hmm. him, it's just a mess for him right now. And and the biggest issue for them is solving that position. And if I were a defender on that team, and yeah, they've had some bad defensive games, but both those guys that we referenced, their comments are both on the defensive side of the ball. All right, so the guy who has given us Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch. And this disgusting offense we have to watch. Even the year we won the Super Bowl, our offense wasn't even that good. Right. Is now the man who put it together is now going to call us soft? Yeah. I don't care who you are, how many Super Bowl championships you won, I am really, really disrespected and pissed off at those comments. Well, there's some who are upset and there are others who are saying He's telling the truth. That's what Von Miller said. The leader on that defense said, hey, John Elway is telling the truth. Uh, and, and so Miller uh, uh, sees an effort there. The effort may be there, but he's seeing seeing some, some failings with this defense. So I don't know if soft is the necessary term here, but they're not playing uh, like they have in the past. And maybe you can point to the offense is not giving them a chance. Maybe the offense is wearing them out with their putrid play. Uh, but there's a mixed bag here as far as how players in that locker room are reacting to John Elway's comments. And and, and as you said, you, you don't want to be called a quitter. You don't want to be labeled as being soft. It's one of the worst things, if not the worst thing, you could label a, a football player. And, and that just tugs at your core and your bone marrow, you know, uh, when, when you're, you're labeled as soft. So they need to figure it figure out what's going on, uh, you know, is, is Elway telling the truth or is he wrong? And we're going to go out and prove that he is wrong. We're not a soft football team. But they they de- definitely don't have the quarterback play that would be ideal to help lead this team out of the doldrums they're experiencing right now. Yeah, the, the more I think about it, and the Giants sort of dispelled this theory yesterday, but they were really the main reason why I started thinking about it um, prior to this past week, but... It's almost like you have to not give anybody any money anymore and build these teams with young guys on their first contracts because you see a lot of teams that things don't go their way and a lot of players, and then all of a sudden you feel like that effort question comes into them. I mean, it's almost like we're in an era now in sports where there's so much money that if things don't start to go your way a little bit, 
that there's just like, you know what? Sort of comfortable. Things are all right. James Harden, an example, in that mm-hmm. playoff series. You know, I'm not feeling 100%. I'm going to make what? what? What did he make last year? Some sort of crazy number between Adidas and, I mean, it was yeah. like over $30 million right, all right. last year. Right. You know, well, like, I, I, I was in basketball, baseball, maybe. Uh, you can have that attitude. Football, no, because those guys in those other two sports, they have guaranteed contracts. And aside from a quarterback, who really has a guaranteed contract in the league? Not many of these guys do. So uh, it, it's it's hard for me to fathom anyone uh, employing that mindset and that attitude, knowing that on any given play, your your career could be over and your your money is not guaranteed. Well, the Giants were playing like that, though. And the re- mm-hmm. what made me think of it was that Giants-49ers game. Because you had a bunch of young guys who hadn't done anything in the league really trying hard. And then on the Giants side of things, you had guys who got big paydays the year prior mm-hmm. in that free agent class that didn't look like they wanted to play, weren't trying to make tackles. So it made me think about that. Well, when you start reeling, you know, it, it, when you start losing, and that can breed more losing, and, and now you have a cantankerous locker room. You have certain guys saying things anonymously, and others are coming right out and, and putting their name on it. That can cause some of the problems. Effort, that's something you can always control. And we saw Janoris Jenkins do a 180 yesterday uh, as opposed to what he looked like a week ago out in, out in California. So I don't know what it is, why he decided, especially coming off a of suspension, why he, he would play in the manner in which he – he displayed there at San Francisco, and, and yet he's trying to get his coach fired. Right. Well, he was trying to get somebody fired because uh, you know it, it's you, you just can't do that. You always have to at least play for pride. Yes, I've been on those one and fifteen teams. I've been on a three and thirteen team, and it's tough. It's difficult going in and out of that facility. Uh, there's nothing uh, stellar about it. You have to give yourself a pep talk each and every day. And then when the game day gets there, it's a little easier because now uh, I'm essentially signing my autograph with my play. So that's a source of motivation for you. And, and you would have thought the Giants would have seen it as such. Uh, but some players decided not to give 100 percent. So uh, I, I just don't know how you can just you, you, you walk in there and I don't care how much money you have and what your contract says. And, and you decide to put an effort out there like that. I heard the other day talking about big money that. The Browns are paying Brock Osweiler more than the Patriots are paying Tom Brady this year. <laughs> Is that not wow. one of the most unbelievable That's, things you've ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. By the yeah. way, $46.5 million for James Harden last year with everything. Mm. Good to be the king. Right. And or the so rocket. Game, game six, what? Excuse me? Yeah. I think I'd like my season to end now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go to the club afterwards. This might be more of a trend in pro sports. I'm telling you, in different, maybe not in football. Take your word for it. I do think that I've had some examples there, but you're right. It's a lot harder to do that in football. But, I mean, there's going to be some guys that don't care about championships as much as LeBron and Kobe cared about championships. Right. There's just going to be no, guys I would like agree. that. And, that, and it's good for them that the money, the, the pot of money has grown uh, for them. That's outstanding, and, and that's what you want. Uh, but you also want that that exhilaration of being a champion. I would think. I would think a lot of these guys have experienced that growing up and 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 throughout their careers playing the game, whether it was Pop Warner, middle school, high school, college, and, and so you. That's ultimately what you want. Yes, you want to be paid handsomely, and you only get to play this game for uh, a, a limited time. 
and and so you want to make as much as you can, but you also want to get that get that championship. Yeah, I think some people do, and there's others that are. I want the championship. Yeah, sitting there with Christian Fourier, Saturday, two time Super Bowl champion. Shut up. And then he won a national championship where they they uh, shared it with Notre Dame in nineteen ninety. He didn't have a part in. He was a freshman. But yeah. Anyway, he's got that. It sucks, man. Yeah, I've worked with a Super Bowl champion before, and uh, Josh Miller, the punter. Yeah, the Super Bowl Josh champion. Josh got one, and you'll work with a guy in Boomer who who's played in. Yeah, but it's different with a. I guess he played in one. Yeah, you know? but it's different when a guy's won it. I agree. That, I agree. It's different, but at a least little he's more cachet, there. you know. Yeah, it's a lot, I, I, a lot I, more cachet. A lot more. <laughs> yeah. Now, Josh, what one Super Bowl or two? Yeah, just the one. Yeah. It was the '03 season, the Eagles uh, championship the, when the Patriots beat the Eagles. Mm. I think it was that one. I have to go back and look. Mm-hmm. Might, there might have been another one in there, but I don't think so. I think it was Sucks. just the one. Sucks. Why you got to bring up championships, dog? Why are you trying to do to me? I, like I want a championship you, at every level. You weren't even Every close. level of some sort. Some type of championship. You weren't at even. every level except for the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Zilch. You, you weren't even close. Yeah, the it was the 4 season yeah. that he won. You were even close. Shut up. You weren't, though. What was the best uh, record of a team that you were on in the NFL? Uh, seven and nine. Okay. <laughs> and I'm still in pain. <laughs> this is Brian Jones. Here's the deal. Relief Factor is not just for former or present athletes. Not at all. For anyone struggling with pain. Yes, athletes. But also, yes, for anyone with back, neck, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, foot pain, hand pain, or general muscle aches and pain. You can be 30 or you can be 95. If you're in pain, I suggest you give Relief Factor a try right now. Can't guarantee it'll work, but here's a tip. Almost 80% of people who order the three-week quick start for only $19.95 go on to order it again. That is under a dollar a day if you want to find out if you like it, and you will, because it worked for me, and it currently still works for me, and it'll work for you. And it's 100% drug-free. Honestly, if lowering or eliminating your pain for $19.95 sounds like too much money, then you must not be in too much pain. Order the three-week quick start for $19.95 at relieffactor.com. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at and Jones. Did you check out any of the American Music Awards? I know you get into an award show every now and then. Uh, what did I see? I saw Portugal the Man. Oh, cool. Perform. Yeah. And somebody right Steve. before that, uh, Macklemore and a blonde woman who oh, I cool. found attractive. Kesha. No, it was not Kesha. It's the one who does that glorious, right? Yes. Skylar uh-huh. something? Skylar Gray? Yes. Ah. Yeah. She's attractive. Too many tattoos from my normal... Mm. Liking, That's what like he said. These seem to work. Yeah, yeah, she was attractive, mm. and she could sing, which is a plus. Too many tattoos, though. Mm. For me, for okay. my liking, yeah. There's a lot of people I saw when I flipped over for like the 10 minutes that I put this on that I mm-hmm. didn't know who they were. Yeah. Like, it's really gotten to that point. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, the guys that introduced Macklemore and not Kesha, one was DJ Khaled, who we know. Mm-hmm. The other guy I th- was a, was like DJ GPE, which I don't know. And when they like were done announcing, he just went whoop like into the mic, like it was like his noise to make. It was, oh, that's the that's his thing. Yeah. Well, how about so, these guys? This boy band from Japan, I think they're from, that are like the biggest thing in the world. So I was reading something. I saw them last night, and then I looked them up. It's like B T something. 
So if you tweet out, like, we should actually try this and see if this works. BTB, BT, I don't know. I got to find out what it is. BSM, I don't know what it is. So it's, it's a three-letter thing, but if you tweet out, like, hashtag B, whatever they are, ARMY, like, they'll find you, all these fans from Japan, like uh-huh. the hundreds of millions of them, and, like, retweet that out, like, a gazillion times, no matter what it is. I actually saw Westwood One do this, too. When I was looking through this, like, Westwood One was like, we're a big, the Westwood One Twitter guy was like, we're big B, <laughs> BTS. 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 And, and Hashtag BTS. Right. And, we're soldiers. Yeah, right. In the BTS army. Find out, Mike, whatever the the thing is, the go-to hashtag for that, and see if that works. See if we get like a hundred thousand hmm. teenage Japanese music fans now following the Geo and Jones account. <laughs> see if we can get to ten thousand by we're January. Still out of ten K. No. Come on. Nope. BT BTS. <laughs> And there's, like, the one guy who's been trained to speak like a, an American kid, you okay. know? And it's so frustrating because it's you could tell that he wasn't – he's been trained to speak like an American teenager. Like an amalgamation of all American teams. Right. Yeah. And it's really frustrating Is to he me. dressed like Brian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's – you know, you kind of look like is that guy who uh, – the uh, the whistleblower with the concussions, Bennett Amalu. You kind of look like <laughs> oh. him today, too. Oh, yeah. Whom we met here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of that look. Hey. Going okay. On. <laughs> oh, they're Korean. I'm sorry. So they're Japanese. I'm, oh, I man. That's a huge mistake, dude. Yeah, I know it is a huge mistake. Come on. I'm sorry. I thought What's it was. with you? I asked my wife. She told I'm going to blame her. She uh, she told me Japanese last night. Mm, and okay. I said, are you sure? She said, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put it on her. Yeah. Well, they're Korean. Don't know the difference they're... between Japanese and Korean. Well, but, no, it wasn't not knowing the difference. It was just that I thought that they were from Japan. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was just a mistake. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do now? Yeah. I'm just being, now, now we corrected it, and that's that. Okay. Bogus. Help. Say so. I'll do an update. <laughs> Thanks, right, Brian. Yeah. Uh, four straight three and outs for the Eagles to end the first half of Sunday yeah. Night Football after halftime, touchdown drives of 75, 90, and 85 yards, and then the defense put the Cowboys away. Scott back again. He steps up. He is, The ball is deflected and loose, picked up by the Eagles. It's Jernigan. Jernigan down the sideline. No, it's Branham. Nigel Branham. Branham picked it up and took it in for a touchdown. Whomever it was scored in the 37-yard return for a 37-9 victory in Dallas. The worst loss for the Cowboys in Jerry World. That was Merrill Reese on Eagles Radio. Philly winning its eighth straight by outscoring the Cowboys in the second half. 30 to zilch. Without kicker Jake Elliott, who suffered a head injury, the Eagles didn't try a field goal Converted three of four two-point conversions. The Patriots dropped the Raiders in Mexico City, 33-8. The Vikings took care of the Rams, 24-7. Cincinnati, a 2017 win in Denver. The Chargers embarrassed the Bills, 54-24. Buffalo QB Nathan Peterman throwing five first-half interceptions in his first career start. And Washington had a 15-point lead with six minutes to go in New Orleans. Here's Breeze, well protected, going to throw, and it's bobbled, but then caught by Kamara, and he goes into the end zone. He bobbled it and then caught it, and he does a Florida leap. Jim Henderson, Deuce McAllister on Saints Radio. Two touchdowns and a two-point conversion in the final three minutes to forced overtime, then a 34-31 victory. That's eight in a row for the Saints. Jay Gruden's team is 4-6, 11th. 
in the NFC. Laid it all on the line. Came out to a hostile environment against a team that's won seven in a row. And, uh, but we don't get any anything for close. And running back Chris Thompson broke his right leg. The Georgia Dome demolished this morning while the Falcons get set to play in Seattle tonight. Chip Kelly reportedly got a visit yesterday from the for some Florida Gator power brokers, but there's no deal yet from the coach the Gators. Kelly expected to meet with UCLA today. The Bruins fired Jim Mora yesterday. Yeah. Who's got the richest booster in college football? The single richest guy? Uh, Is it still T. Boone, T, T. Boone Pickens? Pickens with Oklahoma State? Hmm. How about them going down to K-State? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Probably Texas. Red McCombs, he's in that number. Oh, Red Mc- Who's got more money? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. T. Boone, he's up there. I'm sure he wasn't writing any nice letters after he did uh, after the Bedlam loss. Does Phil Knight in Oregon count? Oh, one, yes. One point. Nah, he's uh, small potatoes, Red McCombs. <laughs> 1.56 billion. Come, Come on, on, Red. Red. Well, that explains everything. Mm. T. Boone, Pickens. I bet you mm. T. Boone's got more than that, right? I love his comedy. Say, uh, no, he doesn't. Wow, he's less than red. Come on, mm-hmm. only five hundred mil for T. Oh, come on, that can't be right. That, there's no way that yeah. that's right. Maybe he's giving it all away. Mm-hmm. Or he's lying. Let's mm-hmm. see, uh, yeah, that one. That one surprises me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, no, see, he's he's on a list of billion. Well, it was only two. It was 2013. He was on a list of billionaires. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been there since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said he lost his first billion. Went out and made another. Let's, Good for him. Yeah, well, the last time he had a billion was was 2013. When, but still, it's still the last time he had it was still less than Red McCombs. Mm. So I guess I guess it's Red McCombs. Oh, I'm sure there's some more out there. Phil Knight. Different schools. Phil Knight's got to be in that number, right? Everything he's done in Oregon. All right. Let's see what we got here. Phil Knight net worth. <laughs> what are we working with, Phil? Oh, my God. What? You guys Have you guys ever seen this number? No. I don't want to. Um, whatever. You want to take a guess? Uh, 13. 27.2. Knight wins. Woo! 27.2. Mm. Okay, yeah. so he wins. And yeah. then the bad news is Greg and Hofstra and me at Fordham, we are the richest boosters for those two schools. <laughs> no way. There's no, not, not you. <laughs> Especially. That's for sure. There's, got, there's a lot of, like, Vin Scully, right? Well, the Maras, I would think, are the. Oh, God, yeah. That are on the top of my head. Right. Cool. Hofstra, who, how many great Hofstra? I don't know. There's got to be some doctors and some lawyers in there. Yeah. There's got to be. But Fordham's got some real legit. Yeah, they just don't give money, apparently. We had Willie Colon, Speedy Claxton. <laughs> Speedy Claxton. <laughs> um, I think he's an assistant there now. What was that Italian quarterback? Gino Carmazzi? Yeah, him. Wayne Corbett? Wayne Corbett, yeah, he's got some money. So there's a few, but you have more. You definitely have more. And you got an NFL owner yeah. in that? there. The, the Maris. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. The Golden State Warriors built a 28-point lead in Brooklyn but only beat the Nets 118-111. Steph Curry scored 39 before fouling out. Don't change, really, please. <laughs> Over the next month, please don't. Uh, the Pistons. Stop. I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> the Pistons stopped the T-Wolves' three-game winning streak 197, and the Suns. Down the Bulls. James over to Troy Daniels. Daniels, cross court. Cross Jackson. In the corner <laughs> is Bender. Bender drives, throws it over in the far corner for Daniels. Shazam! Three-pointer. The three-ball for Troy Daniels. The Suns using Mikey B-drops. Uh, that's <laughs> Al McCoy on Suns Radio. Troy Daniels, three. 
helping Phoenix pull away in the fourth for a 113-105 decision over the Bulls. The Sixers say Markel Fultz's sore right shoulder is progressing, but he is still out at least two to three more weeks. He was shut down October 29th. John Gibson made 50 saves to get the Ducks past the Panthers. 3-2 on ice, and Martin Truex Jr. left standing after another thrilling must-see NASCAR season. Now we have to wait three months, <laughs> three months for another race. What will we do, Greg? All right, let's see if this works now. So Mike tweeted out, what'd you, what'd you end up going with, Mike, with this, this BTS thing? Uh, j- yeah, B- hashtag BTS, hashtag BTS Army, and at BTS underscore TWT. See, I think you should tweet something like positive about them. Be like... We are the biggest BTS fans in sports talk radio or something like that. Not something. Yeah, why is, you put me in here? Right. Come on. Because then they'll be more apt to. Yeah, it's tweet about the about band. It. Right. Because um, I don't think they're going to tweet something, retweet something about Brian. I don't, we'll see if this works. It worked for Westwood One. Let me see if I can find a Westwood One Twitter account. It worked for them. Now, if you were listening or just joining us, there's some new Korean pop group that's like the most popular thing in the world and they're now becoming you know they're coming over here found so, it you found the westwood one yeah hey hashtag bts army on a scale of one to ten how cute are at bts underscore twt or what, yeah or something, whatever something. how many but how, how many retweets and stuff did it get wow thirteen thousand <laughs> likes see hundred thirty thousand wow. retweets whoa see, i told you this is Westwood. 300,000 likes. 300,000 likes. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> that's what Dang. That's what people are doing. This is what I read. I read this like people are using them because they they come out like locusts, these fans. And they use them to get attention in their own Twitter account. And they like <laughs> trend because of it. So you got to do something positive with them for us to get the type of attention. It's cheating in a way, but Yeah. Whatever, right? Why not? One I'm of Brian's, that. huh? We got I'm for Mike. that. Oh, cheating. Nothing. I'm for that. You, che- you ain't cheating. Not trying. Not trying. Ch- cheating, trying. <laughs> bucket of rice and a what? Bulldog. <laughs> Mayonnaise. Palm full of rice. And a, Couldn't hit a bull in the backside. Ice fishing and a <laughs> block of ice. <laughs> With a comb with your hair. It's like hers. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, one of Brian's favorite people on earth. Who, Wellington Mayor? No, no, no. no. Danny White. Oh, there joins, you go. Yeah, joins us next. We're coming it's right back. It's Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Danny White. Oh, good Come thing. on, TSA. Good Walk th- right through. Good thing it's the last segment. Yeah. Free oh. Danny White. Yeah. Um, our, this is not working for us. What worked for Westwood One is not working for us. At least not yet. She put me in there. Should have just said, hey. Well, he tweeted out a different one. Oh, we, you can put another one out there. We right. did get one person from Mexico. Oh, cool. Who is now following us. All right. Sweet. That it seems to be a BTS fan, but not working so bts yeah so they apparently they're people that use the fans of this korean pop group to get followers and retweets and likes okay because they're they're so popular so we tried it a couple of different ways and 
It's just not working for us. Now, did you... Westwood One tweeted something out, and it got hundreds of thousands of retweets and likes, and we're not even we're not even getting a sniff here. There's a bunch of these cats. What, seven of them? So I don't know. Big band. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at sure. it. Seven. One, two, three, seven four, five, guys. seven. One, two, three, four, five, seven. Huh? Yep. Seven right. of you cats, man. We'll, you see, we'll see if it takes off here. BTS. Did you listen to them perform last night? <laughs> no, I no? didn't. All right. No, I told you. I... They were a big deal last night, and then I looked them up, yeah. and then that's what I found out. So it's they're known as thing. Bangton Boys or Beyond the Scene. Hmm. Okay. Man, I really thought this would be the thing that would get us to 10,000 followers yeah. by the end of the, the year. The group composed of Jin, okay. J-Hope, Jamin, Jungkook, RM, formerly known as Rap Monster, Sugar, and V, the series. Wow. Yeah. Oh wait, here we go. We're getting a couple more. Got some more hits? Couple more. Mm. Nothing nothing all that serious though. Mm. Okay. Man. I really what? thought this was it. I I, I wanted to get to ten thousand followers before January. That was like a goal I had in mind. Mm. And I was thinking about all sorts of ways we could do this. Like to to end the shoot ten thousand followers would have been nice. Okay. Ten K. Then then I would have felt satisfied. And I thought BTS was the way. To Come do on, it. BTS, help a brother out. Even though it would have been Korean pop fans, yeah, and not so Gio what? and Joe, it wouldn't have mattered. No, it doesn't matter. No one's going to do a deep dive into how we got there, right? I'm, I'm not, with you. I'm not paying for them. That's for sure. They don't ask you how you won, or they just right. Want to know so if you, you won? Yeah. So all right, that's it. All right, he's through security. What? Now. what? Danny White, free Danny White, former Cowboys quarterback, now with Compass Media Network. Yeah. Uh, doing the games, doing the Cowboy games. Uh, Danny, how was security this time around? <laughs> well, it was pretty good, actually, except my my mobile boarding pass wouldn't work. So uh. I had to go back and uh, get a, get another boarding pass. And uh, Other than that, I'm I'm through. I'm good. I've got plenty of time. I'll, good. I'll be home in two hours. Oh, nice. Did you have to take <laughs> your shoes off? I hate that. No, no, no. Okay. Are oh, you big time, Danny White? Yeah, I'm just making. Look, I know. Shoes off. I know he's big what? time. I'm just making sure that he didn't. Come on, you know, man. we would have. would have been a problem if he did. You know? <laughs> yeah. That technology getting in the way of the man. Come <laughs> yeah. on, that's terrible. Okay, getting in the way of my Dallas Cowboys. It seems like all these opposing defenses and offenses. What can they do to, to fix this? Fix this offense without Ezekiel. And okay, you don't have uh, Smith over there at left tackle. Uh, yeah. Is it just as easy as getting those guys back into that huddle? That's that's the only elixir for their problem. You know, that's as simple as that sounds. That's that's a big deal. Uh, your left tackle, and, and of course Zeke is uh, is unique and. And uh, then on the other side of the ball, I think the guy they miss more than anybody is Sean Lee. Yeah. Uh, that defense, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. They they give up 160 yards rushing when Sean is not playing and 80 when he is. So um, that that's a big part of it is, is, uh, is, of course, last night, you're right. I mean, it was – was the fact that the offense just could not get the ball in the end zone, and then uh, yeah, that's that's a big part. You hate to blame it on injuries, but you know I, that's the biggest problem. They got other problems too. You got to be able to play without those guys, and and teams do it all the time. And uh, the Eagles though are having the kind of year that the Cowboys had last year. 
you know, it's amazing to watch. It's like a mirror image. They're playing well, well, and they've they've gotten they've you know they've been able to acquire some players. Jay Ajayi, you know, and and is a good example of the players that they've been able to get to plug some holes. And they've been they've been basically injury free, and that's rare. That's you know when you have one of those years, you better take advantage of it. The Cowboys had that last year and did not take advantage of it. They got beat in the first round of the playoffs. And, you know, it may be another five or six years before they have another year like that. Gio and Jones with Danny White on CBS Sports Radio. Did you get the sense after calling that game last night that uh, things were dire for the Cowboys and it was going to take a lot for them to turn it around? Or do you have more of an optimistic approach about what they could still do in the 2017 season? Well, you know, I've I've got a little bit of optimism optimism in me, be, partly because of the schedule. You know, they've got they've got two Thursday games coming up, so the teams that they're playing are going to be are going to both be on short weeks, and they're both going to be, you know, it's 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 uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers, and then it's the Redskins. They both have to travel, and they both have to travel on short weeks. Um, you know, so the schedule at least is being friendly to them. And uh, so if they can kind of get it together and learn something from this game, get some things corrected, I think they've got a chance. Uh, they don't have a chance at winning the division, but they got a chance in a wild card, you know, with the, with the way their schedule is laid out. Danny, where do you rank Dez Bryant in when you, when you juxtapose him with the other elite receivers uh, around the NFL? Where would he rank? Well, you know, I think I think Dez is is in the top ten. Uh, he, he's not he's not the greatest route runner in the world. He, he he doesn't get he's he's found a new niche in the slant pattern, and they throw it to him over and over again, and they can't cover him because they're so worried about him running a fade. And if uh, they're playing outside leverage and he runs a slant, he's he's going to get open, you know, and he's going to catch the ball on his. He's hard to stop, and, but when it comes to just getting the ball on a fade route, um, when it's up in the air, I think he's as good as anybody in the league. He's got great hands, strong hands. He just doesn't have that that bird, that quickness to get separation. You know that the great receivers have, and that's a that's a that's a, a big deal for a quarterback. You know, is giving him a target without a defensive back hanging all over him. Mm-hmm. What's your take he's on He's still one of the best. I still I mean I still I take him over over most guys. What's your take on Carson Wentz so far? I mean this guy's in the MVP conversation at this point uh you're a guy who loves great quarterback plays. So what do you what do you make of uh, Carson Wentz so far? Oh man, he's 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 the real deal. Uh you know, it's first time I've seen him uh in person. But just his demeanor, you know, he, he tell in, in the huddle he takes charge. Uh, he's inspiring. He's got all he's got all the intangibles. And uh, man, I saw him break some tackles last night when he was scrambling, and, and then and then make plays. You know, not only does he break tackles and get out of the pocket and elude people, but then he finds people down the field and makes great throws off balance and while he's running and uh so yeah yeah there's no question Carson Wentz is is the real deal 
Hey, we were discussing earlier, Danny, uh, labels and, and two labels you don't want associated with you as a person or your team, uh, quitter and, and soft. Uh, would you agree with that? And, and uh, have you ever played on any teams that you could label uh, uh, those two terms? Well, you're right about about those not being very uh, very positive labels for sure. Um, I've never played on a team that quit, um, partly because you know, as a quarterback, I I just uh, I just you know wouldn't wouldn't let. I mean, I I go I go tell Coach Landry to get him out of the game, and I've done it before. I mean, there were times when I would I told him I'm not going back out on the field, coach, unless you get so and so out of the game and so and so in, and and I'm not going to mention any names right now, but uh, you know that's that's something a quarterback can do. Gio and Jones with Danny White on CBS Sports Radio. Jason Garrett's name has come up as a guy who is. Under criticism once again with this season slipping away, do you think that he deserves criticism at this point for the the way of Cowboys have played, or is it just these other circumstances we talked about with with injuries and the suspension that have led to these games? I think, I think Jason, I think Jason is way down on the list of of, of reasons for this team struggling. Um, he does a great job. He's, he's a great ambassador for the team and for the sport. Of course, he's got an owner that, that is a hands-on kind of a guy, and, and uh, sometimes that can be difficult. Uh, but I think Jason's handled it extremely well, as well as anybody could. And I, I, I'm a fan of Jason Garrett, no question about it. Who had a better Cowboys career, you or Tony Romo? Me or Tony Romo? Well, <laughs> uh, that's obviously a question I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I know who did. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Tony played for, what did he play for, 12 or 13 years? I played for six. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> you know, so he put up great numbers, had a great career. Not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> we, you gotta, I'm going to answer it for you. <laughs> go, I'll go tell ahead. you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is the one thing I'm, I'm proud of in my career is that six years that I was the starter, started and finished the season, we made the playoffs every year. And yep. and uh, so I'm, I'm 100% when it comes to the playoffs, and I'm proud of that. There you go. That wasn't me. That was, that was the people around me. I mean, you when you've got receivers like Drew Pearson and running backs like Tony Dorsett and Herschel Walker, you know, you better make the playoffs. <laughs> all right, well, enjoy uh, some airport food, all right? And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. We appreciate the time this morning. All right, guys. Hey, good to talk to you. All right, Danny White, who uh, you love. You love Danny White. He was an excellent quarterback, man. He, he got to he – they didn't just make the playoffs. They got to the conference championships. Or yeah, the the conference uh, title games, and they they he never got him over that hump, but at least he got there. I feel like you changed your tune on Danny White a little bit. No, last time we had him on, I mean, you were just all you, you well, took I like know, a I, I, I don't minute want... and a half to kiss his ass well, before he asked a question, I'm, and now I, you're like, oh, he's a good quarterback. Is that like right? you crying over your team losing? You know, at some point you shouldn't. Okay, so you're saying you've matured. So yes, it comes yes. It has nothing yes, to do with anything yes. else. I didn't want to make him uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Yes, All right. yes. Well, I was, what I was trying to do at the end. I was trying to get that fanboy out of you. I think you succeeded. At the end. Yes. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thinks he's better than Tony Romo. Oh, yeah. There's no For doubt sure. about it. He definitely he has those conversations yeah. that 
like parties and stuff and cocktail hours. And, of course I'm good at Tony I mean, There's, Rome. there's no Tony. No, right. Of course. Tony Rome. What? You kidding me? Thanks to Danny White, AJ Hawk, Mikey B, Petey Meats, Bogish, and Pierno. We will talk to you tomorrow after a Monday night game. We've got some college football rankings coming out mm-hmm. on Tuesday. It's a fun week because it's Thanksgiving week. Gio and Jones, talk to you tomorrow, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.